Hey, how's it going, everyone? It's time for a, another episode of the Jumbo Package Football Show, this time with a recap of the AFC, NFC, all the championship games. Uh, it's Tuesday night. Uh, I am getting, not bombarded, but I got a lot of stuff on the plate. Um, I think I mentioned this in the last episode. I wasn't going to be able to watch any of the games as I was watching the Canucks game. Uh, my favorite team, Detroit, was in Vancouver, so I went to go watch it. Uh, I did record the game, so I finished watching them. I finished looking at highlights. Um, actually, right now, as we're wa- as you're listening, I have the Patriots-Chiefs game going on right now on the NFL Network, uh, which is instead of... My Red Wings taking on the Oilers. Ooh, Duke. But, no, it's uh, it's good. Uh, it was an exciting weekend of football. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Except if you were a Chiefs or a Saints fan. Wah, wah, wah. Uh, as we know, the Saints lost to the Rams because... Um... Okay, well, I don't want to get into it. You know what? Fine. This is what I'll start. I'll start with. The, I'll start the podcast with this. So, I never like to believe that a referee entirely costs us a game. I believe there can be multiple cause calls that can affect the outcome of a game. I don't think that one call does. And I like to think a team, a good team, can overcome poor officiating. I I truly believe that. Like. When Seattle won their Super Bowl back in 2013, they led the league in penalties. Like, they got, like, 10 or 11 penalties a game. Good teams can overcome bad penalties. Great teams don't take penalties. Um, simple as that. But, anyway, anyways, ref did miss a pass interference call. Um... It just could not have gone any worse for the New Orleans Saints. Missed the pass interference call. Drew Brees probably had a better day than Goff. He didn't throw Brees through for just 249 yards, two touchdowns, interception, 26 of 40. Um, Melvin Ingram was the best. Mark Ingram was the best running back. Nine carries, 31 yards. Alvin Kamara, leading receiver, 11 receptions, 96 yards. Um, no, you know, it's... it. it I said it when, when I was doing the preview show. I just thought this, like the Rams would be able to stop the run. And I didn't think, like, the, like, the Saints... The Saints wide receivers were just always open. Always. Like, in the past few Saints games that I watched, they were just always open, always available. Um, and Drew Brees never had to throw guys open. They were just open. Like, he didn't even have to think twice. He just throw to Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is there, and he get the ball to him. Um, you know, it wasn't that hard. And then the Rams with Akib Tlaib, Marcus Peters, uh, LaMarcus Joyner made it tougher. And as a result, the Rams are going home, back to L.A., I should say, victorious 
after overcoming a 13 nothing deficit in the first quarter. That was amazing. Um, but yeah, no, that, that one play, clearly pass interference. It's not, I don't want to say it's the entire reason why New Orleans lost. I think it did have a substantial impact, but there's also conversations to be had about the rule, like, in, like overtime. Why don't we just, like, why don't we just have overtime in the NFL be the same as overtime is in college? Why not? Why can't we have that? Can we not have nice things NFL? Is that not what you want us to have? It's nice things? You just want us to suffer through, um, you know, one team, you know. I will say in this game, um, New Orleans did have a chance to drive down the field and score and win the game. They did not. Uh, a nice job by the Rams' pass rush, which I also thought would have a good game of slowing down Drew Brees and not giving him a lot of time to um, – but you, you did not uh, get anything going. So, with that, Greg Zerline take the game winner. Um it's interesting, Mel, like, C.J. Anderson didn't have a great game either. Todd Gurley only carried the ball, I think, three times in the whole game. Um, but, you know, Jared Goff wasn't perfect, but it was a, you know, a. this is about as much of a defensive battle as you're going to get in the NFL with elite team, elite high-powered offenses like this. Um, you know, Barely equal possession, 32 minutes for the Rams, 30 minutes for the Saints, 19 first downs apiece, one turnover apiece. Um, the Rams had 378 yards total, Saints with just 290. Uh, I, I just, you know, I, I'm not surprised. I'm not shocked by this. I picked the Rams to win, but it's just I didn't think the Saints were that great. I thought the Saints were beatable. They were beatable against Philadelphia. They were beatable this weekend, this past weekend against the Rams. They were beatable in Carol in Carolina on that Monday night game. They beat by the Dallas Cowboys. Like the Saints were beatable all year, so it doesn't surprise me that they lost this game. Um, in the in the way they did was kind of unfair because that pass interference was in, like. You can't do anything about that. Um, I can't remember who it was who who said this. I'm trying to think. Maybe it was the old Notre Dame coach Lou Holtz, or maybe the Miami coach, um, old Miami, old Miami University coach uh, Jimmy Johnson. But like, don't leave the games in in the hands of the officials. Just don't. You go, you go in there and you go win the game yourself. You don't put it in the officials' hands. Now, that that was tough because of the fact that they sort of they sort of left it in the officials' hands without leaving it in the officials' hands. But you know, it's how it goes. Um, Drew Brees is not going to win MVP this year. Uh, that's going to go to Mahomes. I don't know what to make of the Saints. This was like 
I think this was the same. They might next year they might have another chance of winning, but I think this year was the year if they were going to win it, it would have happened this year. Uh, if Drew Brees was going to get another, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Drew Brees will like be like Peyton Manning was in 2015, couldn't throw the ball more than 10 yards down a field, and have his defense carry him throughout the playoffs. Maybe that will happen. I don't know, but you know. I I just, I I don't see Drew Brees, I think this was the year for Brees, I don't know if he'll ever win an MVP, which is quite a a thing to say, but, you know, he, he did the best he could, Uh, the defense did the best they could, and it's just unfortunate that things happened the way they did. And that's why you see the Rams going to the Super Bowl and probably not New Orleans. Um, you know, it, it, it it's tough. It's like it's so hard to win in the NFL now. Just just a just a team playing a team, and never mind having to play the officials. I know the Saints weren't having to play the officials all game, but just. It, it makes it tougher. So, congrats to the LA Rams. Uh, they're going to go to their first Super Bowl since the one where they lost to the New England Patriots because Bill Belichick decided, you know what, we're going to go for a game-winning field goal and instead of taking a knee in the uh, Super Bowl something, something, something in New Orleans, uh... And it was the first uh, Super Bowl with the Patriots and the uh, and Belichick and Brady. So, can uh, congratulations to the LA Rams. We'll see if Jared Goff can uh, come through. Uh, Jared Goff has to be uh, one of the hottest quarterbacks in the NFL. Maybe not, you know, with his performance, but I mean, he's a real like he must get a lot of babes talking to him. On Santa Monica, in Thousand Oaks in Santa Monica, um, I I I would think he him I could see him and Sean McVay going to the same CrossFit class and just getting hit on all class. Like they don't have to, they don't do it with the team; they just do it in like Thousand Oaks or, or Malibu or whatever, and they just go do CrossFit and they just get hit on by you know by younger to middle aged ladies and. They probably enjoy it. They probably think it's great. So some of us are not as fortunate, but that's okay. You know what? We're still working. We're getting better. Um, so, you know, good for Goff. He deserved it. He had to put up with Jeff Fisher, just like, you know, Aaron Donald, just like Todd Gurley. Uh, that's got to be really tough now that you, you know, now that I mentioned about Jeff Fisher. You know, nobody's ever talked about Jeff Fisher since he retired. Not retired, he got fired, but since he left, nobody's ever talked about him. And uh, now he's uh, now he's irrelevant. And uh, maybe he's going eight and eight in his own, uh, or seven and nine in his own football league. I wonder if he's going to get hired in the new uh, in a new fa- in a new football. I wonder if do you think would Jeff Fisher do well in the XFL? I could see him do. I could see him doing well in the XFL. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, maybe he won't. Maybe he shouldn't. 
Maybe I won't be in the XFL. I think Jeff, I think I maybe have a better shot of getting in the XFL than Jeff Fisher. Who knows? You never know. Maybe. We'll see. Um, yeah. It, the, the big question, obviously, going into this game is, into the Super Bowl, is Todd Gurley and what his health is going to be like. Uh, I'm sure he'll be fine. I'm sure he'll be good. Why wouldn't he be? He's Todd Gurley. Again. You can't quit now. You know, you got to keep playing. Got to, you know, got to go into the final, you know, whistle. No stop. Never stop. All day, every day. On that grind. Uh, no, again, congratulations to the, to the Rams. Uh, apologies to the Saints. I know I didn't have anything to do with your failure, but I just feel bad because I know how it feels. Well, when you're a Seahawks fan, to, when you're, you know, you get screwed by the referees. Usually we just, we... We like to say as Seahawks fans that we just get screwed by referees because, you know, nobody goes to Seattle and it's cold and it's wet and miserable. And while it was cold and wet and miserable today, um, that doesn't mean that the refs should uh, make poor calls against us. Uh, I don't know what the refs' beef would be against New Orleans. Maybe they just had poor, you know, gumbo or something. But maybe maybe he didn't like the traffic to the stadium. I don't know. I don't know why he... why. New Orleans will get that horrible call against them. Um, hey, you know what? It's tough, I know. Um, what can you do? What can you do? Uh, all right. We'll talk about, I guess, speaking of refs, uh, is, that, is that a good segue to the AFC, AFC Championship game? I don't think the refs really cost any team this game um i mean depends on who you ask um but hey you know what i mean i i i respect the hell out of tom brady bill belichick new england patriots getting the job done going to arrowhead winning on the road beating patrick mahomes and just do get literally doing their job Doing everything they needed to do to go and win the game. Um, incredible. Just incredible. Can't say enough about it. Uh, Brady and Belichick's ninth Super Bowl. And they, look for, and they look for their sixth win. But, I mean... It... it I, oh, God. Just the amount of... I, I don't even know what to say. Like, why are, like, nobody should be surprised about this. I, if you're, like, these guys are not, like, one to mess around with. Like, it's the New England freaking Patriots. It's Tom Brady. It's Belichick. They're going to outwork you. They're going to outplay you for the most part. And you just can't shoot yourself in the freaking foot. Uh, not to say that the Chiefs did. But, I mean, the Patriots are the Patriots. You know what you're getting into. Um, I mean, the, the Chiefs were down in this game at some point. Like, they were down, I'm just trying to look at what the, yeah, they were down 17-7 at one point. Um, and then had to come back and score 24 points, uh, in the, in the fourth quarter. Like, how do you, like, I give Chiefs, the Chiefs credit for coming back in that game, but they, the, 
the Chiefs had no answer for the Patriots' pass rush. They had pretty much no answer for the Patriots' offense. And this is what I was worried about with Patrick Mahomes. He just grabbed, you know, he's looking for somebody. He can't find anybody. And the Patriots don't get discouraged by the window dressing. Like, they know what to expect. Um, I don't know if you call it similar offenses with Kansas City and Philadelphia because Kansas City's, um, well, Kansas City's head coach is Andy Reid. The Eagles' current head coach, Doug Peterson, was an offensive coordinator for the Chiefs uh, before he went to Philadelphia. So, I mean, the Patriots have been prepared for this defense. Well, I don't know about prepared, but they knew what they were getting into with this defense. So, it's not surprising. I picked the Patriots to win. And why would you, like... How can you go against Tom Brady and the Patriots in the playoffs? Like, anyways, uh, I should also say I am excited that the Patriots are back in the Super Bowl. Tell me, like, when was the last time the Patriots played a horrible Super Bowl game? They have not played a bad Super Bowl, like, last year against Philadelphia. That was exciting and fun to watch. The year before that, against Atlanta, that was entertaining. Uh, you know, coming back down 28-3. Uh, like, they played Seattle and came down to the last second. Played the, Gi- like, played the Giants two times, and those, you know, were decided by big catches by Giants players. Like, Vinatieri kicking game-winning field goal. Like, all of these page like, I don't understand. If you love good football, like, I know you're probably, like, frustrated that the Patriots are doing well and your team isn't. I get that. I understand that. I mean, I would like my team to be doing well. But how can you be disappointed? If you love good, if you really love football, if you really like enjoying, this, like, if you really enjoy the sport of football and you really enjoy watching it, you can't be disappointed that New England's in it. Sure, there's not really a reason to root for New England. Because they don't, it's not like they need a Super Bowl. It's not like they're deprived of championships in Boston. But they're a great team. They're fun to watch and they're entertaining. They are the Golden State, like Golden State Warriors are the closest thing that we might ever see to the Patriots dynasty right now. Right now. And like. Like, I still, I still get entertained by the Warriors. Like, I'm still fascinated watching the Warriors play basketball because they're just so good and so dominant. And we can talk about the economics and, you know, the all-stars and blah, 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 blah. But the Patriots are doing it with, I mean, only a few Pro Bowl. Like, Brady arguably doesn't deserve to be in the Pro Bowl. Gronk has had a disappointing season. Edelman has been underwhelming at some points. Um, it's been the running game of the Patriots, their defense, the play calling, the scheming, the gameplay, like everything that goes into it, into a game. 
nobody does it. Nobody prepares and executes and gets the job done like the New England Patriots. And you know when they play the Rams in Super Bowl 53, they're going to be prepared and ready and they're going to come out strong wanting to win. I don't see this being a bad thing. I don't. I think it's good football. I'm entertained by it. I like watching the pass. I, you know... The other thing, too, I am slightly worried about. Slightly. I am. I am. I was slightly worried about before this game, and I'm slightly worried about it now. Is Patrick Mah- Patrick Mahomes? Now, Mahomes had one. Of, he was basically a redshirt freshman. It's what Patrick Mahomes was. He got drafted last year. He fairly pretty much took a year off last year to develop to work on his game, know the playbook, get better overall. He played one game last year. But this year was phenomenal. Like, he's going to be MVP, record-breaking season, 50 touchdowns, over 4,000 yards. Tremendous. Absolutely tremendous. The thing I worry about Patrick Mahomes is – now you have a season's worth of film on the guy. You have a season's worth of film on the guy, and you know, and teams should know how to stop him. Teams should know how to prepare for him. Teams should know how to be ready for him. I don't think he'll have as good of it. Like he will never. I don't think he'll ever have as good of a season as he did this year. And I'm and I'm all like. I'm almost glad he didn't win the Super Bowl. As great of a story as it is, it has been for Patrick Mahomes, I am almost glad he didn't win the Super Bowl this year because I think if he won the Super Bowl this year, everything would have peaked. He would. I don't think he would be the same guy, the same quarterback. The same, he wouldn't put up these same numbers if he won like won the Super Bowl again this year. I don't think so. Now. I don't know if he still will put up the same numbers this next year, even getting eliminated by the Patriots. But, you know, it's tough because I want the guy to do well. I want him I, – I like people to do well. I want people to succeed. I want people to – even if I criticize – like Case Keenum, I criticize the hell out of Case Keenum. I want him to succeed and do well because that is great when you see people succeed and do well. However, I just don't know if Patrick Mahomes will put up the same stats next year that he did this year. Like, 50 touchdowns is hard to do. Over 4,000 yards is hard to do. Um, I just have doubts and concerns about his ability to put up the same stats again. And I understand he's got the same... He'll have most of the same talent next year. He might get some more offensive talent. He'll have Andy Reid as his play caller. But I, I, I'm, I'm doubtful. I, again, Mahomes, please prove me wrong. I want you to prove me wrong. And I want you to, you know, show everybody that you are not just some one-year fluke. But I am doubtful. I am. I have my doubts. I have my sort of expectations. Um, reasonable, I like to think, but just prove me wrong. 
please prove me wrong. So that's why I'm kind of happy that it's New England and not Kansas City. Um, it would have been a great game had it been either New England or New Orleans or Kansas City and L.A. Like, there was no bad Super Bowl matchup. There really wasn't. Um I, I, I really can't complain. I'm, re- like, ecstatic for the Super Bowl. It's too bad we won't be covering, like, there in Atlanta. I, if I had, if only I had money, because if I had money, we'd go down to Atlanta, th- or we go down to Orlando this week, cover the Pro Bowl, which is sort of an underrated week in the NFL. we go cover the Pro Bowl, and then we go cover Super Bowl in Atlanta. If I had the opportunity and we had, if we could afford it, I would totally do it. Um... However, it just doesn't work out that way. We'll still be here. Uh, we'll still be giving you our best Super Bowl coverage. We're ecstatic. It's going to be great. Uh, we all, we're also going to have still some off-season coverage, too, in case you're interested, because this week uh, is the Senior Bowl, I believe it is, in Mobile, Mobile, Alabama. Last week was the East Shrine game in St. Petersburg, Tennessee. So lots of off-season football, too, to talk about. Um, I'm not going to make my Super Bowl pick now, although I will say, um, I like, I like, I don't know if I want to give it away, but I, I, I like the, it's right now, it's the Patriots at minus three. I'm just going to say I like the line. I'm not going to say who I, you know, who I like, who I'm favoring in the game right now, but I'm just going to say I like the line. Um, take that for what you will. So I think the biggest takeaways this from this championship week are we need to change pass interference. Uh, we need to make that reviewable. They do it in the CFL. There's no reason why the NFL can't do it. Um it's the one. Pl- it's literally like the one play that and holding that you just like it. It impact like it impacts the game so much, and it's not reviewable. It, it just it's mind boggling. You gotta have that available. You gotta have that option out there. Um, you know, and let you know. Get, still give two challenges, but just let let teams make the decision. On pass interference, because um, we can't just like we can't just have like you know pass interference challenges being like first you know checking for first down you know just a coach calling is like I want a first down measurement no just throw a challenge flag out there and see if you could challenge for pass interference I think that's one takeaway from this week uh, the second takeaway from this week I think we should just we need to change the overtime rules in the NFL because. Like, Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay have been, like, they were screwed for a couple years there with the over. Like, when they played Seattle in the NFC Championship game, they lost without even getting a possession. The year after against Arizona, they lost without getting a possession in overtime. And Aaron Rodgers had to, like, he threw two fourth down almost Hail Marys and still didn't get the ball in overtime for a shot to win. I think. After this weekend, uh, we got to change overtime rules. I think it's just good for business because it's it, it's enter- we're we're 
pretty much watching entertainment, another form of entertainment, right? Let's make it entertaining. Let's give Kansas City the ball after New England scores. Or, like, you start on the – instead of the – we do college rules. I like how college is set up where you get the ball at the 25 and you go for, you know, you get four downs. Go get a first down and then go get a touchdown. I like if we maybe if we start at like the thirty-five or the forty, hell, even the fifty. I like that. Even, yeah, I think that would be good. Um, and just see, see if that works. It'd be nice if there's like a developmental league that would try that and see. But right now, we're just gonna say that they should switch to college rules. Third takeaway from this past weekend: stop, like. Stop doubting the New England Patriots. Like, I know you guys don't want them to do well, but I, w- I was I was not going to leave my faith this weekend, betting-wise, in the hands of Patrick Mahomes. I'm leaving my faith in Tom Brady. Uh, we'll see what the Super Bowl has in mind, but don't doubt out New England. Never, never believe that New England is going to get blown out or that they don't have a chance or they're not in it. Because um, they always do. With Brady and Belichick, they always do and they always have a shot. Um, is there a fourth takeaway from this weekend? Tony Romo is a fucking great commentator. Love Tony Romo. He was good, like, you know, it's, he he got a lot of prominence this past weekend for how he you know was calling plays and figuring it all out, but I mean he's been doing it since he started calling games last year. Like this isn't a surprise. If you've been watch if you've been watching football, you've been watching you know Tony Romo. You know like he does this every week when he calls football games. It's incredible. Um, great job, Tony Romo. It'll be great. I, I am so excited to see him cover the Super Bowl. Um, you know, it also will be interesting too with Bray, like having these are the Patriots are not a modern quote unquote, like with air quotes as we know it offense, but they still use plays that can beat you. Um, Sort of in ways that you might not see, and it's it's cool to see Romo just call him out, pick like, just gets them easily. He knows what's happening. It, like, it, it's yeah, it's fun to watch. It's exciting. The Super Bowl is going to be a hell of a game. I am ecstatic for the Super Bowl. Um, Atlanta, I'm sure, is thrilled that they don't have to deal with a New Orleans, New England Super Bowl, but. I, I would be excited either way. It's going to be a great football game. It's going to be a great week of football. Can't wait. Um, yeah, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, I'm not sure about the scheduling this week. If we're going to have, we might have a podcast out on uh, another football pa- podcast out on Sunday, potentially, potentially uh, during the Pro Bowl. We'll see. Uh, we'll talk a bit more, maybe about beginning of Super Bowl week maybe next Monday we might have a week off as we try as we cover also the senior bowl uh there's a lot that we're going to go over we want to discuss with prospects top prospects drafting you name it we're going to talk about it 
Uh, we'll save that probably for either. There might not be one late this week, but maybe the weekend after or the week after. So we can't wait. To le- we'll let you know. We can't wait to talk about it in the future. Thank you very much to everybody who's listening. It's been a great week in football. Again, if you have any questions, please direct them to us. We'd love to answer any questions or any concerns you might have. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the football. If even if you're, you know, you, the team you lost your bet or the team you weren't rooting for, you know, won. We still hope you enjoyed the football game. We can't wait to talk to you more about it. It's it's still football season, everyone. So thank you very much for listening. Have a great rest of your evening. Peace.